Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. Hello. What is going on, everyone? I am Edgar, your host of Snug Wrestling. And today we're going to be talking about the wrestling show where they drink blood, break people's legs and drop F-bombs all on national cable TV. That's right. We're going to be talking about AEW Dynamite that took place in Minneapolis, Minnesota on November 29th. So let's not waste any time. Let's just jump right into it. Just how Dante Martin jumped right through those tables. AEW Dynamite. Let's go. Brian Danielson opens up the show, his music hits, and I'm like, okay, the American Dragon, although he's looking like the American Pirate right about now. Are we going to get a match? Are we going to get a promo? Something? And it's just to join commentary, so the commentary booth is full of gimmicks now. We got a man in a mask, and we also got a man in an eye patch. Danielson is still selling the broken face caused by Orange Cassidy a few weeks back, and AEW reminds everyone of about all in again more all in announcement because this all in show is basically aw's wrestlemania but it's not until next year in august like nine months away from now wrestlemania tickets they usually go on sale months before the event but aw is constantly announcing and advertising this all in pay-per-view on weekly tv not only that tony khan is also always talking about it and it's all aw talks about all the time we've had a great year we've had the greatest wrestling pay-per-view of all time last year at the Wembley and it's just on and on and on and on every single week the opening match is a continental classic match John Moxley versus Jay Lethal and John Moxley's entrance was uh pretty dead everyone in the arena was just standing around almost zero crowd reaction I think the fans are finally starting to get over this John Moxley phase that for some odd reason was going on for a really long time in AEW. Excalibur and Danielson compared this Continental Classic Tournament to the Japanese Triple Crown Championship Tournament and you can hear how erect Excalibur was getting naming all of the champions from that Triple Crown Championship in Japan. And man, Excalibur, you sound like such a wrestling genius. Good for you, man. John Moxley got a booboo on his knee so Jade Letho starts the work on the leg john moxley does his best impression of king kong and continues to not sell anything throughout this match and beats up on jay lethal for the first part of this match danielson was doing a really good job on the commentary booth sounding like a real professional wrestling analyst and not showing any favoritism to his fellow faction member john moxley but later on during the match danielson went from being a professional ring announcer to cheering on his buddy old pal john moxley Danielson is also in this tournament. His match has not been announced yet, at least during this John Moxley match. Danielson's first match for this Continental Classic is actually going to be against Eddie Kingston this weekend on Collision. And John Moxley picks up the six points because John Moxley submitted Jay Lethal. And who knew? How unpredictable was that? No one would have guessed that John Moxley was going to win this match. And good for AEW. Way to push the young, hot talent. That's what AEW is all about. And that's why I love AEW. Eddie Kingston has a pre recorded interview that took place 
face after his match at Collision, and Eddie Kingston was licking his wounds after his match, and it kind of sounded like he was regretting his decision of putting up his two titles for this tournament. But Eddie Kingston says, nope, I'm not going to go back on my word because my name is Eddie Kingston, and I ain't no bitch. And that's when the match versus Danielson and Eddie Kingston was announced for this weekend at Collision. Tony Schiavone, he's interviewing a couple of the next up-and-coming young hot stars in wrestling, Sting and the Nature Boy Ric Flair. And no, I guess I shouldn't be joking about how old Sting and Ric Flair are. These two are legends. They deserve respect. And they're giving the AEW fans a history lesson in real wrestling in Greensboro from 35 years ago where Ric Flair and Sting had a match versus each other. And also in that same place, Sting is going to have his final match at Greensboro just like the good old days 35 years ago and this feels like the 80s all over again according to Sting. I wouldn't know. I was born in 2001. We get a second match for the Continental Classic Tournament. Roosh versus Mark Briscoe. Roosh recently came back as a babyface and was getting cheered in his last couple of matches. Got some nice crowd reaction. He was kind of getting over with the people but here in this match versus Mark Briscoe there is no way Roosh is going to get cheered over Mark Briscoe. Roosh is most definitely the heel in this match, which is kind of a shame. But in AEW, that doesn't really matter. No one keeps track of that type of stuff. No one really cares. They just want to see their favorite wrestlers have fun. And I'm not sure who to cheer for here because I like both of these guys. Roosh ended up going over Mark Briscoe, picks up the win, and also picked up his first three points of the tournament. And John Moxley, he's in first place with six points because of course it's John Moxley that guy has superhuman strength Tony Storm she has an interview and did Tony Storm say that she was partying with JFK what year is she living in Tony Storm was really hung over after all the festivities still and I'm like Tony Storm Thanksgiving was last week how hard did you party and why didn't you invite me and speaking of champions our scumbag MJF has an in-ring promo and he's talking about December 30th and talking about Samoa Joe. So finally, we don't have to watch any more silly tournament matches with silly point system or any cold matches. We're back to some real wrestling business here and we're about to get a real wrestling promo. It, it took AW like 45 minutes to give us an actual wrestling presentation with MJF. MJF puts over Samoa Joe, gave him all the flowers deservingly because Samoa Joe, he's the real deal. He's no joke and MJF thanks Samoa Joe for what he's done in the wrestling business however there's a butt in there there's always a butt in there on the other hand your champion the scumbag he's pretty great himself MJF unlike some of the people in this company does not completely bury his opponents in his promos <coughs> hangman MJF does not care how good Samoa Joe is. If MJF is still injured December 30th, he still wants Samoa Joe to bring it and to come get this work. And the lights go out and the masked men appear and they're about to attack the scumbag MJF, but Samoa Joe shows up to protect his property. The lights go out again and there's a message that shows up on screen and the unknown, the masked men challenge MJF for a tag team match next week. It looks like we're getting close to getting 
some answers about the mask man, the guy in the devil mask. Maybe it's CM Punk. Ha! Psych. So in this promo, we get a build-up for the match on December 30th, and we get another match to look forward to next week between MJF and these guys that have just been getting involved in MJF business for the past, what, two months? Three months? We come back to commercial break, and the commentary crew, Taz, Excalibur, and Tony Schiavone announce that this issue that happened with the unknown and the message that took over our screens was something internal in the IT security is looking into it. It was also announced that Tony Khan has made this tag match official. And great minds think alike because Taz was wondering the same thing that I was and I'm sure a lot of people that were watching this were wondering. Versus who? How is Tony Khan going to make a match official with two guys that no one knows who they are, right? Tony Khan is just going to let any two random people from the street wrestle his world champion. Like what if it was Osama Osama Bin Laden and Saddam Hussein. Tony Khan just said, yes, let's make this match official versus two random guys that we don't know who the fuck they are. What if they try to kill MJF? What if they bring a cinder block or a staple gun or some barbed wire? Oh wait, no, they already did that. Wardlow versus AR Fox. Wardlow had the most competitive match he's had in a long time, probably since his last match versus Hobbs, which was months ago. AR Fox got some offense on the War Dog, but after a while Wardlow destroyed poor AR Fox and won by knockout after Wardlow took AR Fox to Powerbomb City. And these fucking people replayed Dante Martin's horrible injury on live TV. What the fuck? why hey everyone we drink blood out here and we break people's bones but this was such a bad image such a nasty video to see and it looks terrible it looks bad i just man why would they show this again tony khan is going online to get rid of the botch videos the botch postings on youtube or the pages on youtube that are posting their botches but they're airing their worst botch or one of the worst botches on their national tv program dante martin he's supposed to be having his first match and they thought hey let's show everyone the real reason why dante martin has been mia and let's remind everyone that these guys are actually killing each other out here so this is a six-man tag team match the returning dante and his brother darius along with action andretti versus the hardy boys and brother zay action andretti is also another guy that had a close call a couple weeks ago with his match against Roderick Strong where Roderick Strong almost broke his freaking neck during a match versus Action Andretti on live TV. Tony Schiavone also mentioned how Darius has had a number of injuries himself and it's good to see him back also. And all of these guys, these are all guys that are going up against the legendary tag team, the Hardy Boys. And for the sake of the Hardy Boys, you guys should just get the fuck out of that ring and run away as far as you can and the only reason I continue to watch in this match is because I wanted to see if Dante Martin was going to change up his style or if he's still going to be doing Canadian destroyers through the tables outside of the ring the first thing Dante Martin does when he gets tagged in is do a backflip what the fuck okay I don't think Dante is planning on changing up his style anytime soon Dante Martin got the pin for his team but top flight and action on Dre 
Cody. They were flipping around everywhere during this match, and they looked like some really, really cool gymnasts. Top Flight and Action Andretti were interviewed after their match, and Penta, the guy that broke Dante's leg, shows up, and the crowd goes, ooh, the crowd remembers. They don't forget. They're smart fans. This is the guy that broke his leg and nearly ended his career. But instead, Penta shuts down those reactions real quick because he offers Dante a fist bump and Dante smiles at him and gives him a fist bump. I would have been like, you know what? Fuck you. You almost ended my career. You took me out for months. I'm not going to fist bump you. I'm going to get even with you and I'm going to come after you. That would have been the perfect opportunity for a perfect angle for something real that really happened. But no, they just, hey, it's all good, man. We're all friends here. Let bygones be bygones. Instead, challenge them to a six-man tag. Well, Penta didn't really directly challenge them. Penta just said, one, two, three, and me, one, two, three, which in Spanish, that means there's three of us and there's three of you guys, so let's make a match out of it. Penta's partners are going to be Commander and Hijo del Vikingo because Penta's real partner, Ray Phoenix, is also out on injury. So somewhere down the line, we're going to be seeing these six guys go at it, and I just hope no one dies during this match. Julia Hart versus Emi Sakura. Excalibur named Sakura the 25-year veteran, and Sakura has literally been wrestling longer than Julia Hart has been in this world. But Julia Hart is still going to win because what the fuck. And Julia Hart did win this match. RJ is interviewing the new girl from Japan who's not Japanese, Mariah May. And Mariah May hasn't had a match just yet, but she is going into Tony Khan's office to demand a match on the main event at the next pay-per-view and sometimes that's all it takes you just have to be like tony book me and that's it then we get to see daddy christian cage our world heavyweight tnt champion accompanied by a bunch of security guards and christian cage he invites adam Adam Copeland into the ring and that's a gutsy move by the TNT champion. Christian Cage is waiting and waiting and waiting and finally the rated R superstar decides to show up and he woke up on the wrong side of pissed off and he's looking like he's ready to kill someone. Adam Copeland wanted to face Christian in Montreal for the TNT championship but Christian he says nah man I'm not gonna make it there. We're not gonna make it there because I'm sorry. Christian Cage tried to talk his way out of this one by going down memory lane and bringing up the good old days of when they were tag team champions and they were doing all these crazy things and Christian Cage even brought up the family the mom the dad and got really personal with Adam Copeland and Christian Cage has been such a dick I mean he's been such a great heel no one was buying this because they shouldn't because if they do actually believe Christian Cage then Christian Cage has not been doing a good job of being the big nasty heels so no one was gonna buy this and adam copeland was also not gonna buy it because he's no idiot and low blowed christian and said nice try dumbass next week that belt is coming home with me oh and by the way go fuck yourself no bleep no edits we went from dropping shit bombs to f-bombs on AEW TV. and the main event was swerve versus jay white prince nana crutch and everything 
ring, still selling the damage that he took from that Texas death match a couple weeks ago after eating that table by the cowboy Adam Page. Prince Nana still gives us the most electrifying dance in sports entertainment. Thank you very much, Nana. Never change. The main event was a cold match for this tournament. Danielson says there's no way Swerve has recovered after that Texas death match, but Swerve looks pretty healed to me from where I'm standing. Swerve suplex Jay White over the barricade on top of real fans, not those gimmick fans where the company plants them there for the sole purpose of getting landed on. No, these were actual real pain fans. One of the guys in the front row was trying to protect Jay White in a funny way, in a working way, and the security guard comes over to the fan and tells him to get away and to not touch the wrestlers and to keep his distance. And I'm like, dude, Jay White literally landed on this guy and you're telling the fan to keep his hands off of him. He landed right on top of him. What do you expect him to do? So the guy that got landed on by the wrestler is getting in trouble by the AEW security. Jay White lost a match versus a man wrestling with one leg and Swerve was in a Texas death match versus a vampire. In theory, Swerve should be able to beat Jay White in two minutes with one hand tied behind his back. But it actually took Swerve about 20 minutes to beat Jay White after Justin Roberts made that there was five minutes left in the match. They must have said, oh, time to go home. Swerve got the surprise roll up on Jay White and beat Jay White in the most flat finish ever. So Swerve gets three more points and I believe he moves up there with John Moxley with both of these wrestlers having six point in this mathematical tournament. And man, AEW really pulling all the stops here with the F-bombs, with the botch replays. I mean, what's next? But let me know what you guys think. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon.